0: Welcome back. Um, Thanks for joining me again. Um, Today I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that happened after that decision to tell my husband that I love him and that we committed to figuring it out regardless of of how hard it was. And so um, that's where I'm going to pick up today. Um, If you didn't get a chance to hear... um, I welcome you to listen to the last podcast I have about what made me even want to start this story and um and a little bit about my story and so um but today I'm going to talk about some of the things that happened after um and so again the affair happened on a Monday um I called him on the on that Wednesday and then um Friday actually happened to be my birthday and so in there it was like really Um, even though we made the decision that we were going to continue forward in our marriage and we knew we needed to do some counseling um, you know we still I still needed some separation and so Wednesday happened and he was out he stayed at some friends of ours that um, were mutual friends that that encouraged him and prayed with him and and loved on him and then and still like supported me and our marriage and just wanted healing and gave us some guidance and direction. And then also I stayed, um, we kept the kids in our home so that they would have stability. We figured, you know, that is their place right now of safety. And so we really kind of wanted them to stay in their own environment. And while I needed space, we knew that, We just needed to take turns and so the kids needed their dad in this time as well to heal with him and to forgive him and work through um that disappointment that they had after learning about it and um so i just knew they needed him as well so um we really prayed about what to do and how to handle it and um so he stayed with some friends and then he came back and then he stayed a couple days with the kids and i went and stayed at um some friends' house. And again, I'm so incredibly grateful. I cannot tell you, um, how much my friends helped me through that really horrible dark time in my life. And so I encourage you that if you are going through something like this, um, to find friends, um, that are like-minded and that will be there to love on you and when you need it and in your darkest times. Um, If any of my friends are listening, I want them to know how much I am grateful for them every day. Um, I know that I wouldn't have made it through that time without them and Jesus, so I'm very grateful. But, uh, so he came back and he stayed home and I went. Um, That Friday ended up being my birthday and we had went out, um, to celebrate, even though it was hard, I knew that I needed to get my mind, um, off of it for a little bit, um, However, in the meantime, my husband was the senior pastor at a church, and so he had met with the elders and, and had shared with them about what had happened, um, and then on that Friday, while we were out at my birthday, celebrating my birthday with my friends, he um, had gotten a call from the church that they had fired him, and so um, there was a lot of processing that had to be done, and and... In, in upcoming podcast, I'll share with you some of that. And, um, we'll talk through what that looked like for us in the process of healing there. But, um, that was kind of what happened that week. And so there was a lot of anxiety of not knowing what the future holds, but, um, those days were really dark. Also, um, that Friday he, he found out. And then on that Sunday, um, we stood before the church and shared with them our story and um where we were at and how we were still committed to making our marriage work and that we really wanted the church family to love on us and support us through through all of this. And um so yeah, we were you know it was pretty eventful, like we but we really wanted to make right the things that were wronged and um we knew that we had to be honest in the situation with with everybody, and we felt like God was really calling us to do that, and um, looking back, I know um, beyond a shadow of a doubt that that was the right thing to do. However, I do feel like um, at the time, you don't see that. You just have incredible fear. There was such incredible fear, and I want to tell you that the fear of the Lord isn't the fear that I was experiencing. The fear that I was experiencing was so great and so oppressive that I knew it wasn't from the Lord. Um, and I needed to really work on that, and I feel like God has really opened my eyes to where those fears were coming from. But, um, you guys, I was fearful. And I'm not talking about the kind of fear that you, you're you like, oh, I'm afraid of this thing, like, I and I'm anxious, I mean, it was um, paralyzing fear, fear of um, what people were going to say about me, Um, we live in a community that's big, but not big enough, um, that everybody would know, and especially after standing in front of the church, and um, I had fear, I will tell you, like, I was sitting outside of my my kids' um, school, and I was afraid to get out of my car, I was afraid to have people look at me and think, what is wrong with her that her husband would have an affair? Like, what, and that they would somehow be judging me or that they would be like, wow, she's an idiot. We all saw this and um, she didn't. Um, There were, I mean, there were days when I would sit in my car and I would have to breathe because the fear was so strong about getting out, and I would call a friend on the phone, and she would talk me through, and tell me I could get out, and tell me I could do it, but it was so incredibly hard to just walk up to my kids' school, and get her, and pick her up, and bring her home, like I didn't want anybody to see me, I didn't want, um, I just, I just was afraid. I mean, that's all I can say is it was such a fear. And if you've ever been through something like this, maybe you've experienced those feelings of, of, well, you know, what are people going to think about me? And, um, it's not exactly the right, I'm not saying it's the right emotion um it's just an emotion that comes with this and I think part of it's part of that process that you have to work through you have to acknowledge that you feel that way um if you don't acknowledge it you're not going to be able to learn from it you're not going to be able to process it and work through it and it's all part of the process and so let yourselves feel those emotions right wrong or the otherwise um I just want to encourage you um and so, um, that fear was huge, and so, when we started going to counseling, which was pretty quickly after this um and like I said in the last podcast, it was intense counseling. But I had to recognize my part um now I'm not saying that when somebody has an affair that it is um okay, I'm not con- condoning that behavior but what I am saying is that in a marriage, it's 100% me and 100% him. And there were things that I had done um, in the past to shut my husband down, to unintentionally hurt him. Um, and there were things that he had done to unintentionally hurt me that led us to a point where we could get to this point in our lives where the affair was part of our story. And I think... Um, a lot of times we don't, I mean, obviously we don't see, um, an affair being a part of our story. I mean, nobody wants that as their story. Um, but as incredibly hard as it has been, it's been a huge part of our, um, like keeping our marriage together. Um, it almost broke us, but it's what really brought us back together and stronger, One of the things we had to do at counseling was we had to, you know, highlight these emotional words like things that we had felt, um, you know, that our spouse made us feel at our worst times in our marriage. And so, I mean, there it was like a full sheet of paper, like with four columns and words all the way down to the bottom of emotional words and it emotional pain words. And you know, at the end, we both looked at each other's sheet and our counselor said look at the other one's sheet and when you looked at the other person's sheet you know when i looked at um my husband's sheet i i saw all of these words like highlighted and you know my initial reaction was just to be like i never did those things <laughs> like i did not hurt you like that and the same with him like he looked at that sheet and you know i'm sure he felt the same way because your first reaction is to be like not me i didn't i didn't do that but I think when we can step back and, you know, remember that first, for all have sinned and fallen short, that whether I unintentionally hurt my husband or unintentionally hurt my husband, that those words were, were, were pain words that he felt from me. And I had to own that. I had to say, you know, what did I do and what was my part in this? And so um, I think when we can really step back and evaluate, um, and evaluate where we have some ownership in part of it. I think that's when we grow. Um I think that's when God can change us. I think that's when God can mold us and I think that was a huge turning point for Dan and I um because even after this we were like, wow, we really need to, you know, remember that we are are hurting each other intentionally or unintentionally and it led us to this point where we had gotten so distant and so Um, calloused that we could that this would even be able to come into our marriage that this story would even become a reality in our marriage and so um, if you're going through that and you're and you're thinking about it I really encourage you guys to pray you know what what's what's my part? You know, what, God, please humble me, bring me to a point where you could point to where maybe I've done something to unintentionally or intentionally hurt this person. Um, Now, does that warrant them to have an affair absolutely not but it's part of the process it's part of healing and whether you would choose to stay together or not stay together you cannot move forward and you cannot grow from a situation if you don't recognize and stay humble and say okay god like what do you need to show me here what 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 is it that I need to work on what is it that I've done or have I done anything um and so, you know, I I want to go back to saying, too, you know, Dan and I were in ministry, and this whole ministry um, played a position in, in our lives where um, it really, you know, we were, we, we faked it. I mean, we faked it till we couldn't make it, really. <laughs> like, I mean, we were good at putting a smile on our face and telling everybody we were fine. Um, but, and even being believers. Um, we were, you know, reading our Bible, we were doing the things that we needed to do, but there were block like roadblocks there, um, in our spiritual lives. And, and so, um, I had my own, Dan had his own, and there were just lots of things that, you know, um, and so nobody is above this. And I think that's my, my thing too, is like, sometimes we can get so much pride that we, we forget that we're, and how do I want to say this? Like, we have so much pride that we're like, that would never happen to us. Like, I'm, that's not, that's never going to happen. But staying humble and realizing like, oh, you know, like nobody is, nobody is you know, exempt. Like we I mean, you really have to be very careful and guard your marriage and guard your hearts and guard your your um yourself in your because and stay equipped in God's word because Satan is out to destroy your marriage, your family. And why wouldn't he be? Because marriage is like the one thing in our world that represents Christ's relationship with the church. And so he is out to kill and destroy and why wouldn't he target your marriage? And so, I mean, don't think for one second that he won't. come for your marriage. And when I could recognize that too, that was the other thing that made me want to fight for my marriage is like, no, Satan, you are not winning here. You will not take my family. You will not take me down as a believer. Like you are not going to destroy what God has created here. And we had created this family. We had, you know, taught our kids like about jesus and i mean we really had an opportunity um to show them you know christ and in our marriage and so and and to talk about where we had failed and fallen short and so i just want to encourage you to like remember for all of sin and fallen short so stay humble remember what your part is recognize it own it um grow from it learn from it ask for forgiveness from from God, but also from whomever you've um, hurt. And the second part is the enemy is out there, people. He is real and he wants to destroy your family. He wants to take you out. He wants to destroy your marriage. He wants to hurt your kids on a level that's so deep that they struggle so, so much. And so I just, I'm asking you to fight Put on the armor of God and fight for what God has given you. Fight for your family and fight. Don't let him win. Don't let him destroy. And I think when you recognize that our our battle is not with flesh and blood, that our battle is against, you know, spiritual realms, I think you have to remember that. um We are in this world but not of this world, and I think we have to remember that there are greater things um and when we do that it takes the focus off of us and it puts it on the bigger scheme and so those are the two things i really wanted to talk about today you know staying humble and owning it and then the other is you know just fighting um and remember remembering who that fight is against not flesh and blood but against um you know the bigger spiritual realm and i um think if you can remember that those are two things that will help you really really grow and fight through those days after the darkness and um when we come back I want to talk to you in the next podcast about ministry and just some things that um were super hard in the ministry um being a and being a part of ministry for so long, and then just how all of that changed after the affair. So I hope you come back, and I hope you listen. Um, I'll be posting within the next couple of days about that part of it, and just um, hope you were encouraged by today. Thank you for coming back and listening.